Hey, Chris here from the Over 40 Freaking Awesome Podcast. You are very welcome to another episode where I try and help guys in their 40s, 50s and beyond to get fitter, slimmer, healthier and happier without necessarily having to turn life upside down or give up the things in life that keep us sane. I am a fitness lifestyle coach. I'm 47. I'm a dad of three. I help guys get in shape and part of that is this very podcast. But you may also be receiving my weekly email newsletter, Handsome Bastards. If you're not, then please do sign up for that, www.offacoach.com. You'll get free workout guides, supplement guides, but you will also then get a weekly email from me with just a bit more help and advice about keeping your ass in shape as you get a little bit older. Today's podcast episode. This is a Q&A where subscribers submit questions to me over the course of each week about anything that's holding you back from keeping your ass in shape as you get older, whether that's not knowing how to work out, something about diet, supplements, how to lead a healthier lifestyle, how to just basically look after yourself. You can submit questions to me and you will get them answered on the future episode of this video and podcast. So today I'm going to be answering four emails that have been submitted to me this week from guys all over North America and the UK primarily about things that are holding them back, things that they're just not sure about. So let's jump in and start answering some questions. So Sal51 from New Jersey asks me, is there any way to save time in the gym without cutting back on the amount of exercises and work that I'm doing? I'm training four times a week but it's taking me over an hour and a half to get through everything. And with travel, that's most of my evening gone. This is quite a common thing because you have a a big plan. You have lots of stuff that you want to do. Lots of exercises and sets and cardio and core work that you want to get through. And by the time you get through it, it's an hour and a half, as Sal says, but also with travel time, most of your evening has gone. So there's a few things that we can do here. First thing, look at the kind of quality over quantity aspect of your exercise plan. Is every exercise, is every set actually necessary? Or is there some kind of junk sets in there that you're just throwing in for good measure? For example, sometimes people will program four sets of a certain exercise, but they'll hold something back for the first two or three sets, thinking, oh, this fourth set's going to be hard. I better keep a bit of uh, strength ready for that big fourth set. Arguably, you'd be better just doing two sets for as many reps as you possibly can to really push yourself because those other earlier sets in your four-set program are just going through the motions. So, Sal, I would say make sure in the first sense that every exercise and every set of that exercise is absolutely necessary so you're not doing 30 or more sets in every workout. But then what we can look at is the rest periods. Unless you're really training for pure strength, you really don't need to be resting for longer than a minute and a half or two minutes between sets. If you're training for pure strength, you just want to shift a big heavy weight for a couple of reps, then yes, by all means, people will rest for three or even five minutes between sets. But my assumption is that you're in the gym to get in shape, to burn a lot of calories, to kind of improve your body shape. And therefore, making sure that your rest periods or kind of, at the most, a minute and a half to two minutes, even one minute, is fine too. That will really rev up your heart rate as well, get your metabolism going, you'll burn more calories just by being in the gym because you're not allowing your heart rate to get too low. Other ways you can do to save some time is to combine a couple of exercises that hit different body parts. So 
do a set of bench press and then while your chest and your shoulders and your triceps are recovering, you can do some lunges for your lower body that you had programmed for later. Lo and behold, by the time you finish your lunges, your upper body's recovered. You can do another set of bench presses. That's another way for you to get through more work in less time. And then one other aspect you may think about is from a practicality thing. I find here sometimes I start blowing off certain exercises when I'm training here in my studio because I'm just fed up having to set up certain exercises, take off weight, add things like that. So what I do sometimes to save some time is to just work with specific equipment in a workout. So just a kettlebell or dumbbell only workout. So I'm just grabbing different dumbbells and kettlebells each time. Or a barbell only, like a compound lift workout where you're just in a rack with barbells and weights. Again, you're not having to move around the whole gym from this machine to setting up this thing to this thing to this thing, which can take up a lot of time, but also your heart rate's dropping and you start getting a little bit fed up. So to recap, Sal, what you want to do is a quality over quantity thing when it comes to your workouts. Make sure you're not doing any junk at all, that every exercise and every set counts. Look at your rest periods between sets and also whether you can combine a couple of exercises to work different body parts to get through more sets in less time. And then finally, as I said, making sure that you're not moving around the whole gym all the time, wasting time having to set up equipment. Next question comes from Neil in Edinburgh in Bobby, Scotland, not too far away from me. I hope you're well, Neil. Neil's question was, Hi, I started taking saw palmetto after you spoke about it on your podcast as a way to stop waking up for the bathroom in the middle of the night, but it hasn't worked. It's still affecting my sleep. Are there any other supplements you recommend for prostate health? Good question. Regular podcast listeners or people that have read my articles may remember saw palmetto. It's um, it's just a herb, I think, that I started taking a couple of years ago whenever I was waking up in the middle of the night, like Neil too, needing a pee like 3, 4 a.m., and then I struggled to get back to sleep again. So if I'm only sleeping from, say, 11 o'clock at night till 4 in the morning, gradually that kind of gets on top of you. Sleep deprivation is no fun at all. So I started taking salt palmetto. Salt palmetto has been proven in lots of studies to reduce the size of an enlarged prostate. If your prostate is enlarged, that's pressing down on your urethra. And that makes you need to pee more frequently. But then when you have a pee, you're not necessarily emptying everything out for want of a better expression and so you're constantly having to go for a pee that's a bit kind of unrewarding shall we say and what i was finding was unless i literally stopped drinking fluids at about seven eight o'clock at night i was needing to get up in the middle of the night for a pee because it was taking that long for the liquid to make its way through my system salt palmetto reduced the size of my prostate so it wasn't pushing down on the urethra and it meant that I was kind of able to have a more rewarding pee before bedtime and then I wasn't waking up in the middle of the night. Having said that, Neil, if you've tried salt palmetto and it's still not working and you've made sure that you're cutting yourself off from fluids early-ish, even say 8, 9, 10 o'clock, it's probably realistic. Certainly if you're going to have something to drink just before you go to bed, you shouldn't be surprised if you do need a pee in the middle of the night. But if you're cutting yourself off from drinking things by about say eight nine o'clock then if you're still needing to get up for a pee then if i were you i would go and see a doctor because i am certainly not a doctor all i know is a little bit about prostate health from researching and from my own issues prostate is something that when we get into our 40s 50s and beyond it's really something we need to be looking 
after. You really want to know what's going on under the hood with your prostate. So by all means, I would make an appointment with your doctor and talk it through with him. He'll send you for a few tests, probably, to figure out what's going on. I'm sure there is a solution for you need. But if Saul Pavetta's not working, don't go down the road of Googling prostate supplements because you'll end up wasting a lot of money on things with very sketchy evidence behind them. Go and talk to a medical professional. Look after your prostate. And I wish you all the best. Next question comes from Mark, who is 46 in Toronto. Toronto is where my wife is from, coincidentally. I may have walked past you in the street once, Mark. Who knows? Probably not. It's a big city. Mark says, hey, so I'm trying to eat more protein because when I looked at how much I was having, it was about 60 grams a day. And I read that I need one pound per gram of body weight to build muscle. How can I get that much into me each day, though? Should I just drink a ton of protein shakes? Thanks for the question, Mark. So, yes, 60 grams is uh, fairly low. That's probably a bit too low, even for muscle retention at our age. And if you're doing any training, certainly you're not going to get much out of your weight training if your protein intake is that low. So let's look at ways to increase that. Protein shakes are helpful, but you don't necessarily want to go down the road of only eating 60 grams of uh, proper food for your protein and then having to shovel three or four protein shakes down your throat on a daily basis. That's not sustainable and that gets very expensive very quickly. So it's interesting that you mentioned the one gram per pound of body weight figure. You'll see that getting kind of thrown around online. That's true, but that refers to lean body mass. And so that means if there's absolutely no body fat on you, that is the weight that you're looking for to get a gram per pound of. And so most guys, I suppose, if you got rid of all your body fat, are probably going to be around the one, between 120 and 160 pounds, unless you're really tall. So that's the kind of thing you should be aiming for. Let's say 140 grams of protein per day is the ideal thing to shoot for in order to retain muscle, build muscle if you want, but also to feel full because protein is much more filling than carbohydrates. So we can split this up. Let's have, say you're having three meals per day. So 30 grams of protein is three eggs. 30 grams of protein is a scoop of protein powder. 30 grams of protein is about 100 grams, say a kind of palm-sized portion of any meat. So you can start getting an idea about the types of foods you need to be having on a daily basis to hit that target. But also don't stress about that target. As long as you're getting... Over 100 grams a day, you'll be fine. But if you can be aiming for over that towards the 140 grams per day, I think you'll do a whole lot better. So breakfast, like I said, eggs, lunch, making sure you have a lump of protein. So we're already at 60 grams by the time we get to lunch. If you have a protein shake after your training, that's another 30 grams. We're up to 90. Then you come to dinner. And if you have a couple of big lumps of meat on your dinner plate, lo and behold, we're up to 140. So it's making sure that there's a protein element in all of your meals and by all means throwing in a protein shake. Just one is probably enough per day rather than relying on supplements. So don't stress about hitting the 140 every day, but just have it in your head, breakfast, lunch and dinner. I need to be having a big lump of protein somewhere. And then the last question on today's Q&A is from Isaiah. What a great name from North Carolina. Isaiah asks, I'm trying to lose some weight, but I'm not sure how much cardio to do for fat loss. Should it be high-intensity interval training, HIIT workouts, or low-intensity stuff for longer, like walking? So essentially, how much cardio should you be doing to lose body fat? 
controversially, I'm going to say none. You shouldn't be doing any cardio with the goal of losing body fat. That is the wrong reason to be doing cardiovascular exercise. It's a trap that a lot of us fall into, though. We think, I'm overweight, I need to be doing exercise every day to lose that weight, and so I'm going to go jogging, or I'm going to go to the gym every day and get on the treadmill or the rower or the bicycle or whatever fancy equipment they have these days in gyms. Almost like a, a hamster wheel scenario because you think, I need to do cardio, I need to get a sweat on to get rid of this damn body weight. That's the wrong reason to be doing cardiovascular exercise. The best reason to be doing cardiovascular exercise is for cardiovascular health, which means stamina so you can get through your days without huffing and puffing and feeling tired all the time, but also anaerobic cardiovascular fitness where you can run for a bus or run up a flight of stairs or do a bit of jumping about for whatever reason, without feeling too out of breath. Those are the best reasons to be doing cardiovascular exercise. So don't put the onus on cardio to lose body fat. It is much easier for you to not eat 500 calories than it is for you to burn off 500 calories. That's quite a lot of walking or jogging to burn off 500 calories. Cutting back on your calorie intake in the first place is a much easier and uh, sustainable way for you to get into a calorie deficit each day to lose the body fat that you want. But Isaiah, that's not me saying don't do any cardio. You should be doing it. In fact, one way that I do it without necessarily wasting my life on treadmills is I tack on five minutes at the end of my weights workouts where I alternate between 30 seconds of fairly full-on effort. That could be things like burpees or on an exercise bike or something like that, and then 30 seconds complete rest or at a much lower kind of walking intensity if you're on a cardio machine. Chop and change between those two kind of levels of intensity for five minutes, and that's a great way to improve your lung capacity and that kind of running for a bus fitness that I mentioned. But then the other kind of cardiovascular fitness, the stamina side of things, I hate jogging. I've just never been into running and I'm not going to lead that soulless existence that I see some people leading on the roads around my home every morning. I'm not going to start jogging to build up stamina, but brisk walking is just as good. So, for example, after I've recorded this, I'm going to walk home. That's a 20-minute walk. I'm going to walk quite briskly, like I'm in a hurry for something. That'll get my heart rate up and it'll build a little bit of stamina and cardiovascular fitness. So, Isaiah, please do keep doing cardiovascular training, but do, you don't need to do that much. Be a bit more active in your daily life and tack on some kind of short sprint type exercises to your workouts, and that's enough for all right health. Fat loss is going to come from you, in general, getting into a calorie deficit often enough over the course of the week to force your body to burn some body fat. And by all means, exercise can contribute to you getting into that calorie deficit, but it shouldn't be the main way you're trying to get into a calorie deficit so you can eat and drink whatever you want. You need to clean up your diet a little bit primarily, but by all means, please do some cardio exercise. And that's that. Isaiah, Mark, Neil, and who else was it? Sal. Uh, I hope those answers to your questions have helped. Also, for other people watching and listening, I hope that they've also helped you get a better idea about how to structure your workouts and your diet and your lifestyle to look after yourself better. I look forward to chatting to you next week, answering more questions possibly submitted by you and getting you on track to getting fitter, slimmer, healthier, happier and handsomer as we get older. Take care.